Hey everybody and welcome to Difference of Opinion The show we take difference of opinions and we hash opinions out Because hey, everybody got an intelligent point of view So here we have today um, Yeah, we have our guest today The lovely Lachey Thomas, my daughter, 14 years old And today we're going to be having some Understandable talks about back to school anxieties, back to school issues with now that we have this uh, COVID, um, you know, a lot of the kids been out since last year because of the COVID pandemic. So uh, now that we are starting to reenter our children back into school, I thought it would be a good idea to get some of the opinions of those that are going back to school during some of these times or during these times uh, under these different circumstances to get the opinions of the youth. Say hello, Lachey. Hello. Okay. So how are you doing today? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing well. So um, how old are you? I'm 14. Okay, and what um, what grade will you be entering this year? Oh, I'll be, I'm, I'm already in the ninth grade. Exactly, freshman year high school. So, <clears throat> now I do have a question for you. Um, how has it been for you? Um, well, okay, let's say this. Last year, uh, last spring, they um, suddenly took everything to remote learning. First of all, how was that experience for you? It was amazing. I got to work in my bed and eat food while I was in class. I think the worst part about it was they were like the principal was trying to push us having our cameras on. And the teachers were like, they don't have to have their cameras on. So it was like a bit of conflict there. But overall, I think it was like a good experience. Just lonely. Okay, I guess I can kind of understand that at this point with, uh, you know, less people uh, you interacting with them or, uh, you know, you being at home and looking at everybody through a, looking at everybody through your computer, pretty yeah, much. And computer malfunctions weren't the best. Uh, yeah, you know, so the computers that you were, a lot of people were given were malfunctioning. So they couldn't connect, and so therefore you started to miss people and couldn't see them in person or on computer. So, yeah, I heard, I understood that a lot of um, some kids or some youth um, grades had suffered because of the... Yes, my eighth grade class barely graduated. Well, not my eighth grade class specifically. Okay. No, no, my eighth grade class specifically hardly graduated. Okay. and Only seven girls graduated fully and didn't have to go to summer school. Wow. And this is all, no be- guys. and a lot of this was because of the transitioning from going to in person teaching to the um, the online, online teacher. Wow, I didn't realize that there was so very few that were actually uh, graduating. Uh, wow, this has been a challenging year. Okay, um, so okay, well, wow, that is a very big decline in. Wow, that's a big decline. Now, okay, so now that we're uh, here past Labor Day and, you know, everybody's reintegrating into schools, you've been to school, what, uh, two days now. So this is very all fairly new, the whole freshman thing and everything, and even going back to school, period. How has this part of the transition been to you, uh, you know, being that you've been out a year and a half? It depends on what aspects you look at at school. Okay. 
Social distancing is very complicated mm. because when we're in the hallway, they tell everyone to walk to the right. That makes no sense because it's not walk to your right. It's just a walk to the right. So it's like people coming at you, people coming at you, people coming from behind you, and you're supposed to stay to the right, which is very confusing and complicated. Lunch is a bit complicated. Um. But they haven't worked out our lunch schedule yet. Okay. It's confusing because, like... Trying to find seating and space and enough well, for everybody. Well, it's not the seating. Because like, I've been... I've sat with two well groups of kids. Okay. It's just the food they give you is like... Bleh. And, um... Okay. The, um... It's the coming to lunch and coming from lunch that's confusing. Because you're, when you're coming from lunch... You're going to get marked tardy if you're not there when in a certain amount of time. But you can't be there at the specific time they want you there because there's so many kids. Okay. And you all have to walk in a straight line from one building to another building twice. You never eat lunch one time when you get there. But overall, it's okay. The people are okay. 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 Um. So what has been... Outside of the social distancing and um, so forth, um, how do you feel about, uh, well, I'm pretty sure that you've heard a lot of the controversy going around the country about parents uh, making stinks about whether their children should have um, a mask mandate or not in school. Now, um, we, we are from a city where things may um, spread rapidly and so forth because of the density of the city. Um, as a person reintegrating into the school, I'm curious as of what is your opinion about uh, mask mandates as a 14-year-old no I student? feel as though if you don't want your child to wear a mask, then you should sign them up for online learning because masks are required at my school and no one has caught COVID yet, even though it's just two days. And like... If you don't wear, like, you don't have to specifically wear a mask. You can wear a face shield. That'll work just as well. But if you don't want your child wearing a mask because you feel as though it's unfashionable or you just don't want them to wear it, then you should sign them up for online school or you should school them at home because it's a requirement. And either way, if we didn't have to or if we did have to, you're you're just going to have to accept that. Stop trying to change reality. Oh wow, that's deep. That's deep. Like, yeah, because I, I, me, me, and some people have had conversations about that as well. Uh, uh, I'm going to say this. I, I kind of don't understand uh, personally as a parent or as a, you know, a, a person that's alive. Um, I, I kind of don't understand um, these personal choices of whether kids should or should not. Uh, wear mask because again the reality is there is a disease out here. I mean, you don't have to wear a mask. They have face shields that you could wear that will be equally as protective as the mask. The mask is safer, but we have kids, we have children at my school who wear face shields, right? And they don't get criticized by the teachers or anyone. Well, of my course, teacher is getting a face shield because she can't talk through the mask. So. Right, right. Well, you see, you gotta understand though. Uh, also. Um, yeah, for those that would, but here's the other, uh, line to that. Yes, I, I understand you're presenting, you're presenting an alternative to others to think of if they didn't want to wear a mask, they could wear a face shield, but you also understand that the ones that don't want to want their children to wear a mask, 
are not going to let them wear a face shield either because it's about the rights of you can't make my okay, child. Well, we can't make your child come to school. You send them to school. We can't we can't make you do a lot of things, but we can make you keep them at home for not wearing a mask. And you know what? Some students, some parents are saying that's not right. Because and this that, that's the said, part and that's the part that I don't get. There's a whole bunch of different opinions. That's mm-hmm. their opinion. Mm-hmm. If you can't, if you will not deal with the reality that your child can't go to school without wearing a mask, well, basically, let me see. Like, so you would rather your child get COVID, possibly die, than wearing a mask for eight hours? No, not even eight hours, seven hours, on and off because we go outside a lot. Right. Because of COVID, we're forced to go outside now every day. So you'd rather your child go, you'd rather your child have COVID, have to go to the hospital, have to quarantine themselves for a week or two, than have them wear a mask for at least five and a half hours? Uh, Now, I did find this out. Just to let you know, I found out on the news today, they did take that quarantine thing away for students. Okay, they don't have to. They have a quarantine room just for people who have COVID. Oh, okay. If you get caught with COVID, that's where you go sit. Oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, as far as I did just see the news today where they said uh, they are changing that rule to where if a person, a student did have COVID, they didn't have to necessarily stay at home any longer. They had to continuously wear a mask and be monitored and monitor themselves as well for the symptoms, but they have to wear a mask. Like it's a mandatory, they must wear a mask if they have COVID, but they're not longer, they're no longer uh, letting kids stay home because of that. I was told that if we caught COVID, we're staying at home for at least two weeks and all of our learning will be virtual. We will have excused absences. Right, right. But now, do you think it's fair that uh, parents, uh, some parents are uh, mad that their kids must uh, wear a mask? Or what do you feel feel about that? I feel as though the people who don't want their children to wear a mask, they have an opportunity to do something else. And they should just grow up and mature and realize that they'll have to have options in this world. And... That that'll be one of their options they have to either choose is not withering the performance of the student. It's just you're just being rude, disrespectful, weird because like, like you rather have a dead child than a live and well child. Like it's a it's a clothing option in China. They wear masks every day, even without COVID. Right. That's also a different country where laws are different, okay? True. So what 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 a lot of people are here are saying is that they don't want the government and to a certain degree, I do understand they don't want the government telling them that they should or must take a shot. I do understand you have the choice that. to take the shot or not. Right. And then they feel like that also as well is that because they feel like they should not be punished by other people because well, they decided to not people. take a shot. You shouldn't punish other people with getting COVID just because you didn't want to take the shot. COVID hurts. Like, you're, you're, you're on the, the, the brink of death, if brink is a word. Yes, that's, that's a word. that is a word. <laughs> I 
haven't been to school for a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I could hardly write my name on the first day. But anyways, you're on the brink of death. And if you want to, you want to like not wear a mask and you want someone else to be on the brink of death just because you decided not to get a shot and not to wear a mask. Like, is that really considerate of you? Yeah, I, that, you know what? And I thank you, daughter, for that because I, I've been, see, I thought I was asking them same questions and I was kind of a little, uh, yeah. Well, I am your spawn. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. He's saying I'm adopted you, on the low. No, I thought you'll be. I thought you'll be my offspring. No, we're not in the spring, and it's not off. No, I'm just kidding. I'm what? just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> spring is not off because of quarantine. Oh wow. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. So yeah. Um, well, okay. Uh, oh wow. Uh, okay, okay, I have more questions. I have more questions, my dear. Um, Question on. Yeah, I couldn't think of it right now. Um, so, uh, do you have any other concerns about, you know, after all this time, about, you know, going back to school and so forth? Are you, uh, what What are some of your worries, you know, now that you're going back to school? And it's a little different because I know that now, uh, you know, what. Also, what are some of your worries, your concerns about going back to school in the future? And I like to know as well, how does it feel to, uh, it's a little different going back to school with all the checkpoints and all of the, having your temperature changed. And I know they're going to start doing that quite often with the. So at my school, they give you this like, well, you have to have a phone, which I don't, but it's okay. Um. <clears throat> they give you this like little barcode that you have to scan with your phone and fill out a quiz and say if you had any symptoms like headaches, migraines, any of that good stuff, cough, fever, sneezing. Any of the symptoms, okay. Yeah, and you get your temperature checked, but I think that's just once a week. Okay. So it's not that hard. But how does it make you feel? It doesn't safe. bother you? It, make you? it makes you feel safe? That's great. I feel okay because, like, I, I have daily headaches, but besides that, I have no other symptoms. Okay, I might have cough. I mean, not 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 as far as symptoms, but how does it make you feel emotionally to be going through these changes? You know, as the world is changing around you, it's okay. Not too. I don't taxing? mind it. You have to do that everywhere you go, so it's right. okay. Okay, okay. Even um, at work, you have to like when you do when you cater events. You have to make sure you have none of the symptoms. You have to get your temperature checked. Like, it's normal. It's every day now. Right. Like, right. something not normal would be just walking up to somebody and be like, what's up, bro? Give me a hug. That's not normal no more. That's yeah. And, and, the, and, the, and the crazy thing about that is it's not normal, but that should be a norm. You know. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with, like, keeping to my little. Your little small square group. bubble. Your little small, <laughs> your little small square. My little square, my little small square bubble. Oh, your square bubble. Yeah. Oh, you got a square bubble. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um. So, anything else that you uh, you know, are you excited about being a freshman in high school? How does the whole being being a freshman in high school feel right now? Everyone is so nice. It's so creepy. It's but it's it's weird. Like, cause like, usually when you were a seventh grader. 
eighth grade is gonna bully you. Like that's just that's the rite of passage. Yeah. Like it's not it's not no coming down from that. The eighth grade is gonna be like, oh no, you do not want to go to eighth grade. No, no, stay in seventh grade. Stay because eighth grade is so horrible. We have so much work to do. We have all of this, and then we gotta pay money for this and do this and do this, and then be like. But when you get to eighth grade, it'd be like, why y'all lie to me like that? <laughs> like, algebra was not hard. What are you talking about? Right. Or technically, that was ninth grade math. But still, it wasn't hard. I'm pretty sure if I was doing regular math, I would have been confused. If it wasn't with my, like my, my old teacher, mm-hmm. I would have I surely been confused. She just teach it good. Okay. Okay. But let me see. Some worries in... Concern. Yeah, about going back to school now that you, you know, everything's back to possibly, semi-normal. Possibly just fitting in, because I feel like I asked a whole bunch of questions. Teachers already know my name. Well, okay. Okay, well, outside of the normal societal fitting in freshmen, uh, anything else? Like, nothing else is really... Possibly being asymptomatic. Oh, that's a concern of yours? Yeah, because, like, I have daily headaches, and headache is... It's a symptom of COVID, but, like, what if I'm just asymptomatic? Or what if I'm not asymptomatic, but I don't know it because I'm overworking myself and just getting sick constantly? Constantly? Okay, well, okay, so you worry about being asymptomatic. I That is a very new concern. I can be honest with you. That's, that's a new concern. Because, like, I've never had the flu, and they say it's worse than the flu. Yeah. Yeah, it's much worse than the flu. Much worse from what I understand. It's the flu plus pneumonia. And I've had both. And I've never to had imagine either. and to imagine both of them at the same time doesn't sound too great. It sounds like it sounds like three diseases I've had all at once or infections, which will be bronchi bronchitis, uh pneumonia and the flu all together. Now the flu already makes you feel like ooh we Pneumonia makes you feel close to death. Bronchitis makes you feel like like your every breath you breathe is burning or your lungs is raw on fire. So it makes you constantly cough. So from what I'm understanding, it's like all three of them plus a whole bunch that you just really uh, I don't want to I don't want to feel like that either. But I do understand being a, being uh, worried of being asymptomatic. I have you know kind of concerns about that as well but you do um, but you do have the option to sign your child up for daily COVID tests good. to make sure they aren't asymptomatic excellent so we so to a or certain at least at my school I don't know if they're doing that in any other school they might they should, they, that's probably been offered because of the COVID thing there's been a lot of different um, teachers are surely pushing it yeah yeah I'm pretty sure they don't want no sick kid coming to child, uh, sick child coming to school and then spreading it to, to the whole place and don't nobody have a right to say anything. It's like not good. Well, you know what? Because even when we was uh, so sick as young people, so if you caught the three day flu, you stayed home. Uh, if you caught chicken pox, you stayed home. The cold, you might not stay home for a regular cold. If it got any worse than the cold, yeah, you stayed home because you didn't want to. Uh, it was first of all, it was mandatory, so you didn't spread for the other children. You know, what I'm saying any kind of contagious disease, you are, were automatically man- mandatory made to stay at home 
because of the germ warfare of it. Uh, lately, I like you said, I, I've been concerned about people being asymptomatic or, uh, you know, appearing healthy, but are actually sick and don't have any of the symptoms. Uh, so I can understand how that's been a major concern, uh, possibly amongst some of the uh, younger generations, such as your generation, um, because I do understand that the Delta variant has been um, rising or increasing very heavily amongst the younger, uh, amongst the youth of America. Uh, it's like younger the population. Yeah. Amongst the, yeah, amongst the younger population is there. They're the main ones catching this new variant. And this new variant is not joking. So it's not even like I, like I tell people yesterday um, in previous podcasts, this is not the COVID-19 any longer. I need people to understand that. It's COVID-2021. Yeah, technically, no. But yeah, to a certain degree, it is called the COVID Delta variant. And the reason why is because this is the fourth. Uh, this will be the fourth uh, variant or fourth mutation that the the virus has done exactly so it's no longer the covid 19 it's actually covid plus some because it's demutated four times uh so it's not playing with us no more like when people thought they were just getting sick and i have had a few friends that have gotten sick and who they made me promise to go get vaccinated because they didn't want me to feel the pain that they were feeling so uh, I did go true get vaccinated. Friend. Yes. Oh, yes. Very true friends. I got vaccinated as soon as one of my friends caught it and was scared. And she actually scared me. She actually scared me with the way. Which is very hard for my father, just letting you know. Unless you have a metal spoon. Yeah, I'm still on that. I'm still on that spoon nightmare you had that you told me that you had. Yeah, I'm on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> clink, clink, clink. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so so I do understand definitely even with the limited knowledge that I have in certain little bit of biology and science, I do understand that germs do mutate and when they mutate they get stronger. So now that this uh variant is back here, yeah, I understand that this attacking more children and more and and um any it's ninety nine percent of all cases in the United States right now is the Delta I just wanted to say my father told y'all so, or at least he told me so, because he was like, you just came up here. We didn't ha- have a cold winter. Some germs going to spread. We going to have something. Something's going to happen, and it's going to be big. And I was like, he told me that back in, like, when I first came up here. Like, what, what do you mean by that? And then this happened, and I was like, he's a fortune teller. Okay, so I'm going to expand on what my daughter is speaking of. <clears throat> Uh, when I was here uh, young in Detroit, I do remember quite many uh, often winter. Every winter we had what you would say, as Bing Crosby would say, hey, he was dreaming of a white Christmas, and we always had a white Christmas. I used to have snow every year, at least up to my uh, knees. As I gotten grown, uh, you could you could not say we ain't got global warming, and you pretty damn dumb as far as I'm concerned, but... uh. You know, uh, we don't have winters here anymore. So even though it gets chill, we don't have winters. And when I was expressing to my daughter a few years back after the COVID uh, drop, uh, and a lot of people were predicting that, oh, in the spring, there's going to be this snap. And 
<coughs> excuse me, and COVID is going to go away because of the seasons. And the first thing I had to remind everybody was that would be good. And that was an understandable prediction. Had our winters really actually gotten cold like they well, used to. you told to. me that before COVID. That's why I said you're a fortune teller. Uh, yeah, yeah, of it course. Like, as soon as I first came down here, like fourth grade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was telling you a long time ago that I did notice that the winters uh, were not as harsh as when I was a child. Or they, uh, you might get a good two, three weeks of snow in winter. And we're here in Michigan where all Weather my life. super unpredictable. Right. All my life, I've been known, I've known that it could go from hot to cold any day, and you could have a blizzard any second. But uh, I can say the second half of my life, I have barely seen snow. And that really, you know, as a a growing person, uh, since my 20s, you know, I'm starting to notice less, less snow, less winters, less cold. And even I understand, like I told her, that if a germ does not die within the winter, uh, it will mutate if it's if it survives too long. If it survives beyond the winter and continues to be on into the spring, it will be havoc the next year. This is the reason why. Um, if you study back on some of the pandemics of the latter uh, or on past centuries, this happens almost every hundred years. Whether it was the Spanish flu or it was another flu a hundred years before that, and it was a couple of other things a hundred years before that and a hundred years before that. Every time that these um, the yellow fever, I remember it was a yellow fever uh, pandemic. The thing that always stopped those pandemics from killing more than what it was because people had lived through the winters through them. And then by the time the winter really, really got cold, most of those diseases died out. And the next spring, everybody was fine and well. Which would be a lot of the reasons for a lot of the celebrations when uh, you know the spring equinox came and so forth and so forth. But um, this was a celebration of renewal, and a lot of times the diseases naturally died off, which was a natural cycle. But nowadays, like I told her, uh, without cold winters and so forth, this is not going to be anything natural and things are going to continue to grow in germ warfare simply because of the fact that um, they do these type of things like this. Uh, I forgot which war it was, but it was like, I think it was insignificant. I think it was in Germany. They abolished their enemies through germ warfare, dropped loaded bombs on them. And killed them through germ warfare. <clears throat> absolutely, you are absolutely correct. And that was the reason um, also for the Geneva Convention. Because um, that was, you are absolutely correct. They did try to use germ warfare back, I believe, in World War. No, they didn't try. They used. Right. They killed them. Right, right. And, and this is germ warfare right here. This is COVID. So COVID equals germ warfare. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Germ warfare is a different story. When they have no one has actually used this, put this in a weapon and threw it at some city. Okay? There's a difference between germ as far warfare. As we know. Pause. <laughs> 